That's so good. Yeah, this or that. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the warm sounds of the Beer Engine Podcast with Griff and Tony. Hey, what's up, everyone? Griff's here. Another episode of the Beer Engine Podcast. I'm coming at you high energy today because I am laughing because Tony's phone just blasted out ringing during the intro. Really good. Tony, who do you think that is? Who's calling? Is it Brian Prank calling you, I hope, just to try to get out of the intro? Nope, he's got nothing to say. He's just well, waiting for that to end. That's fine. Or I, dead I, air. I thought us. you might have been able to hear that. Obviously, my mic's doing a better job than I thought. It was a scam caller. It was a, uh, a you know, one of those robot voice callers. But instead of personalising sure. it for Australia, they went with an American accent saying that I owed money to the Australian tax office, which is always delightful. Well, that's not your car warranty, though. And you're going to want to look out for that, Tony. Well, your car warranty is going to have to be maintained. I, I don't have a car, thank God. How's your car yeah. going? You recently got a new car. That went smoothly, I hear. Yeah, there's been no issues, no national recalls about the car. Um, no, no no parking garages have been saying uh, you can't park your car here. Nothing like that has been happening. Just don't look, just don't Google that. Um, rather than drag him along while he looks at our faces and we don't see his, uh, I'm going to bring in our guest. I actually have not talked to this man since the last time we all spoke. Uh, he has been sealed in hermetically sealed or frozen or something essentially since the last time we all created content together, I assume. Um, and he has been thought out, uh, solely for the purpose of trying to help us fill the time. Uh, Brian, welcome back to the airwaves. I, uh, I actually only exist in podcast form. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what I always assumed is, um, it was just sort of a, it's just sort of a, the DJ 3000, uh, type thing uh that whatever that thing said on the simpsons uh look what about those clowns in congress and just saying that 50 times an episode my favorite part of the podcast so far is how you asked tony who was calling him Uh though there was a chance it wasn't a scam caller (laughs) i I gotta feel like scam caller was the only like it was it was minus ten thousand. now i don't know what the australian uh, I don't know. I mean, social norms are different, right? Do you guys do you guys call each other ever, or is it the same situation here where calling someone is essentially a a hate crime? Like you, you if you're not texting <laughs> them first, you need to. You're fucking up really bad. We've gone the way of Brian Malika. We don't do voice calls these days. It's all over mm. text message. And okay, the thing is, the only reason it was plugged in is because my grandmother used to ring that landline. She's now dead, and we just haven't bothered unplugging it. Nobody else rings other than scam calls. I don't know why it's not unplugged. It's the, it's the ghost phone, the Ouija phone. Your grandmother's calling you back. The first time the first time that phone rang after she passed, were you like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we were wrong the whole time. Uh, I do. Do you ever have, do either of you ever have the fear? I, I don't know why I think about this more often than I should, but I, part of me, now this is a good start for the podcast. Let's go right into the death and destruction uh, phase. Um, I sort of want to get cremated just because I don't want the possibility that I would wake up in the dirt. <laughs> Anyone so else thinking that way in their life ever? So you're ever? worried about being buried alive. 
Yes, that'd I, be really I'm bad. I'm just trying to stay alive at this point. Well, yeah, we're all doing that. All of us are all of us are holding it together by a thread, obviously. But you could uh, you could do like I don't know if you've ever uh, in in your now that you're a Southwest resident, if you've had a chance mm-hmm. to like go to Tombstone or anything like that yet. But they have like all these old Boot Hill graves, and they have uh, real foolproof methods against. Uh, burying people alive, which is like there's graves where there's like a tube stuck in <laughs> in the ground. Or my favorite is there's a bell with a string. And if they oh, bury you case. alive, yeah, you just pull the string and then somebody's like, oh shit, that guy was alive. However, like you better hope that happens immediately because I can't imagine that, you know, things are going to be great for you after buried alive, hoping someone's hearing your <laughs> ringing bell. Being buried in in uh, 1880 South uh, Eastern Arizona, uh, where everybody's I would assume was drunk 22 hours a day, right? I mean, essentially yeah. the Wild West thing. Now I was thinking the modern version of that is what you need to do is make sure you're buried with your cell phone and a battery charger, even toast style. Yeah, nobody knows what I'm talking about. It's <laughs> nope. <fine. laughs> It's fine. He's an actor. It's a TV show. Check it out. Matt Barry's in there. He gets buried alive as part of a TV show, and they didn't realize they did it, uh, so he's trying to call his agent from the ground. Pretty good. Okay. Uh, Tony, tell us about this grand final. My bets went bad, uh, unfortunately. So I won't say our bets went bad. Our major bet wasn't a problem. It was always going to be the line bet. That's the bet that you should have taken. That went swimmingly. We took Melbourne and they were seven and a half point favourites. So they got over the line well and truly. It was everything else that went to shit. Everything Um, else went bad. I will say, not that bad. It's not like Clayton Oliver didn't post votes for Norma Smith medal. It's just that Christian Mm -hmm. Petrarca was dominant. Uh, It was a really Mm -hmm. interesting grand final, even though the scoreline says it was a blowout. Uh, it went back and forth. I uh, don't know how deep you want me to get into this. It was entertaining. Well, uh, I think we should let our guests sort of dig into it. This is already the most Australian conversation that I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Even the names are ridiculous. Christian, I thought you might have a thought on Christian Petraga. Petraga. Yeah, I mean, get the <laughs> hell out of here. It's like you're naming, it's like you're naming 15 punters. I do love that they have a trophy that's named the Norm Smith Trophy, just like a very uninspiring person's name. And the Todd, the Todd Trophy. I can't believe I won the Todd well, Award. And you're just lucky that uh, Vince Lombardi had a good, cool name because that's essentially what it is. You've got the Lombardi Trophy. I'm not trophy. Lucky about that. We, we've got the Norm Smith because that's what Australia was back in the, the 50s and 40s Norm when Smith. that trophy was named. Um, the, the Norm Smith Trophy, trophy was named after... 15 million Australians. Basically, we were, the we white were Australian policy was in, <laughs> The white Australian they policy. They took everyone's was, name in the country and they fed it into like a uh, machine learning yep. and they spit out the most Australian name that they Norm could Smith? get. All right. And it's Norm Smith. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, my unfortunate move, Tony, was as I said last week, um, out of my desire just to win something because I only bet like four dollars five dollars on this I did parlay all of our bets um is that smart no but I did it anyway so I'm glad I did it and uh I I guess I lost whatever I would have won on a plus 110 or minus 110 money line or whatever so this is true who cares 
Now, Brian, you, um, you've been yeah. known to gamble. Anything interesting that you've been gambling on in the last, well, let's make it three days. I think that's a fair call. So nothing in the last three days, but I will tell you something that I've, uh, I've been sweating this whole season. Um, uh, this is not quite as exciting as like a, a story from our, our old friend Brant Tobler, but this is a much more reasonable version of one of his stories. I have a good buddy in, uh, in Arizona. He's a big Pittsburgh fan, mm. uh, all Pittsburgh sports. And uh, so like a few years ago, he, he sent me 100 bucks put on the Steelers to win the Super Bowl. And I'm like, okay. And I, I put the 100 down for him. And then that was the year that Ben Roethlisberger got hurt, like in the first game. And then they, you know, they only won six games the whole season. And I'm like, well, that was stupid. So then the next year he sent me the money again and I just didn't bet it. I told him I bet it, but then I didn't bet it. And it didn't matter. So, yeah. So this this is the, um, this is the, this is how um, speculative buying on stocks works is exactly what, what you're talking about, but go ahead. Right. So this year he decided to get into the baseball world and he decided to bet. Uh, he sent me some money to bet on the Pirates to win over the total, which was 59 and a half games. Now, there's uh, if you're not into baseball, there's 162 games. You have to be a pretty shitty team. Only win 60 games. And the Pirates are, in fact, a shitty team. Oh, yeah, they're bad. However, we are in a situation right now where they have won, uh, I believe, 59 games. Yep, they're there. Without, <laughs> they're, with, they're down a run to the Cubs right now. Don't, don't believe that I'm not watching it. I'm tracking it on my phone as, as I have every fucking Pirates game this whole season. So, uh, yeah, so they are at 59 games. They have five more games to go. I think their last series is against a good team. But right now they're playing the Cubs. The Cubs are terrible. They're basically Horrible. fielding like a minor league team right now right. down the stretch. So the, the Pirates won yesterday. So I basically need to get through like these next two games, and I think I got a shot uh, at, uh, at doing it. Otherwise, I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to have to pay off the bet. Now, again, when our friend Brant Tobler did this, he would have had to pay like $42,000. Uh, I'm like uh, at at about two fifty. So uh, okay, it's, it's an amount of money that I can I can pay you him. Can muster up yeah. if I have to. I'd rather not. But I also now like I'm an asshole because he's a good guy and I like him, and uh, I'm actively rooting against him every <laughs> single day. This the is past the, six but months. you're the bookie now. I mean, this That's is it. it. You took the bet. You know, uh, and if it loses, you get a hundred dollars. That's pretty good. You know, you get to keep your hundred. Yeah, it's not looking um, good though. It's not great. Yeah. I, 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 I gotta figure. I gotta figure that the Cubs might get this one out there today, but I gotta figure tomorrow they're they're gonna just shit the yeah, bed. They got them tomorrow um, too, and they got the Reds in this final in the final series. Yeah. So that's, we'll we'll see. Tricky too. All right. It's, well, that's a fun. We'll one. We'll see how it goes. So that's that's what I've been doing. Just sweat, sweating out baseball to the last possible day with the worst teams, too. I'm yeah. sure there's a pennant. There's got to be a pennant race going on. I mean, I know that the Cardinals have won like 15 in a row or something. Uh, but yeah. you're sitting here watching the Pirates and the, the Cubs. worst team in baseball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah the, the Yankees are currently in a battle right now for the wild card. They lost tonight, so they're tied with Toronto. I could give a shit about my boyhood favorite team. I'm too busy yeah. watching a 100 lost team. Hopefully losing 103. 
games. Playing like to a, playing a ninety yeah. loss team. Also. It's <laughs> terrible. Right. Very depressing. Now, do you have a cool name for the last place team? Because in Australia, if you're the last play, place team, you're the wooden spooners. For whatever the reason, pirates, usually that—that that is not. That's not even true. That is, you made, <laughs> that, made that up. You, yeah, that was pretty good, Tony. I like that. It's a good bitch. <laughs> Look it up. It's a real thing. No. Um. <laughs> I There's only one wooden spoon in my in my life, and uh, I, I refuse to. Sully it with your, with your Aussie spo- rules. The wooden spooner sort of brings a whole new story to that, too. Really, I think it was probably a, you know, a, a truth. I don't know. Um, hey, Tony, uh, we've been getting a lot of stuff on our Discord. Uh, I think we should probably review some of this stuff with our with our friend Brian because I think some of his favorite people are involved. Uh, or at least people from his past have been involved in our Discord this week. Uh, Tony. Oh, boy. I forgot we had a drop for this now. Thank that's you, Tony. Drop. Very good. That's, that's the drop? Oh, yeah. <laughs> was... Tony's drops three, are, are three written to make of, us. Uh, yep. Three seconds of Enya. That was your, that's your the point of every drop is to make us feel as uncomfortable as possible. It all they all feel like they're out of um like the first do you guys ever see like the first Wicker Man movie? Not, not the Nick Cage one, but like the original Wicker Man or yep. something like um el- like uh uh what's that David Lynch movie? El- Elephant Man, that one too. Yep. Might be good. Yeah, there's just something really uncomfortable about every about every drop that just makes you feel uneasy. Like you're in a Twin Peaks episode, but it's not entertaining. Uh, anyways, Tony, um, <laughs> just to leave the nice dead air out there for everybody. Um, I did last week. You did challenge the nation of Australia by saying that we have only one Australian this listener. And I think referring to Nick Torque, in which time two Australians have joined our discord. So congrats to Australia for um, getting on the game. Welcome to our friend PMAC who I know is from the TAI oh, era. I know that guy. And then a fellow named Skeezy. Welcome yep. into the into the crew. <laughs> that, guy sh- that guy should have been part of the TAI world. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a great name. <laughs> it's the um, adjective that described most of our listeners at the time, so... I got a shout out PMAC. I know this is a little, uh, but, but I got it. I got a shout out PMAC's beer pick that he came into the group with, which is he has kind of a tiki like um, Stein here that he's got totally filled to the tippy top with Doppelbach. And you know, that's nine or 10%. And you know, that tastes good. Um, going to be a big, sweet, bready lager and it's going to get you drunk is what it's going to do, which is pretty cool. Eight and a half percent. Um, all right. I've, I've never seen Slow Lane Brewing. I'll have to keep an eye out for them. I love a good Doppelbock. Um, Brian, have you ever had any Doppelbocks? Are you still talking about Aussie Rules football players? Yes. Yeah. It's called the Doppelbock Trophy, actually. Okay. <laughs> Evan Doppelbock. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are we back on that? No. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. The fact that, that, that uh, Griff described it as uh, bready makes me a little bit nauseous. Uh, once, all made with in fact, wheat, right, or barley or something. I was, uh, it, it reminded me of uh, one, this is many, many years ago, uh, when I was, uh, when I was going through my divorce, I went and I got, uh, I got, I went to a bar 
with uh, with my old TAI co-host with uh, Troy Bohunk and mm-hmm. um, and Mo Phobes. and you know they were you know Troy was a beer drinking guy and uh, so I got involved with drinking pitchers of uh, Blue Moon and mm. again I don't I don't drink I don't drink beer normally right I definitely don't drink a lot of them. Right. So we're in the car and like my, it's all sloshing around in my, in yeah, my stomach and, and I don't feel good. And I tell the guys, I'm like, Ooh, I think I had too much beer guys. Like, I don't feel great. And then fucking mofobe starts saying like, yeah, blue moon, man. It's so thick and it's yeasty. He said yeasty. <laughs> the second he said, second he said yeasty. I'm like, uh, you got to pull over. I'm about to throw up all over in front of this uh, Boulder Highway trailer park, which is what I ended up doing. So yeah, one of the uh, many. Anything, yeah. I, I get I get that it's made with all of the same ingredients as bread, but anything that we could do to separate it from bread and yeast better. Yeah, for fair enough. I hate Blue Moon too. It is nasty, and I, every time I've had it, I've gotten an awful headache, which probably says a couple things about both what I'm drinking and where I'm drinking it. But right, um, Brian, you like this? Uh, our old. Uh, uh, your old friend, our old friend, the grammar purist. Guess what he's drinking? It's definitely a beer full of green chilies. He's drinking a green chili lager. You know that guy's got chilies in his beer. Uh, I thought you were going to say a cup of KFC gravy. He did post a bunch of pictures last week that we talked about that um, were him. Was it? Was it? It was. It was grammar purist, right? He had driven up. He had yep, driven up to course. a restaurant in Iowa. And had gone on a whole fried food fest, and it was like, here's the seafood plate, and it's a big picture of just golden brown stuff. And then here's the vegetable platter, and it was also almost the same picture, but just with like a, like a piece of a bean or something hidden in the in the in the fried stuff. Um, it was very funny, but the food did look good. He did have a picture of shrimp and grits that made me really jealous, actually, because um, I don't actually know where I can get that in a good way here in here in Las Vegas. Um, Tony, what else? Anything, anything else in here that, that struck your fancy or, or should we uh, ans- ask Brian some of these fantastic question, questions well, we got from one of our listeners? There was some food talk this week, mainly led by myself. Of course, I came oh, up with, right. with the genius invention of all time, the multicultural um, fusion hot dog for the grand okay, final. Okay, let's talk about this. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was a slinking griller... Um, I think that's how you oh. pronounce it. Um, hot dog yeah. from Albany. What position does he play? <laughs> <laughs> He's a back pocket player. Um, mm. A roti, and I mix that with Frank's red hot sauce. All from he said, ro- he said roti. I did. Brian. Yeah, he didn't say roti. Uh, okay. He just heard roti. I'm like a rotten what? Uh, all right. Okay, and it, I got it. It doesn't fill you up as much as, say, a brioche roll or even a standard hot dog roll mm-hmm. would. It's absolute pure genius, if you ask me. So you got the roti. You got the grilled up roti here. I like that. I like the roti or naan or whatever type of flatbread. I know roti's like more flaky. Yeah. And you got the hot dog in there and you got the franks. I mean, that's... Now, are, we, are we pretending that he just didn't describe like a fucking fancy pig in a blanket? It's a fancy pig in a blanket. It's co- this is college. This is what I would have eaten at a Super Bowl party in a dirty dorm room, like in two thousand four, right? Except it would have been ago. like a, a tortilla and like yeah, 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 yeah. It just would have been a flour tortilla, which is a short walk from a roti. It just you get a you get your flour tortilla on the burner, right, and kind of 
char it up so that the layers separate a little bit, you're not you're not too far. Maybe throw some butter on there, then you're in you're in a good place. Hence my genius. I oh, okay. created yeah, the perfect version. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, Nick Torque was into it, by the way. He said it. He called it Indo-German fusion, which Nick, that's that's high praise. I gotta say. He was going in during halftime of the grand final. You're going to like this, Brian. I think we should try some of this stuff. There, there have been some ramens I've been interested in trying, Brian. I wonder if you'd do this with me. But this was a <laughs> like a cup noodle type thing, pot noodle as as they call it here. The Bombay Bad Boy flavored pot noodle with. Oh, we're not going to do this though. Carolina Reaper hot sauce. And I don't know. If yeah. I got nothing to do the next day, I'll get in. I'll get into it. Yeah, that's what he said. He said he's going for the arse like the Japanese flag vibe <laughs> tomorrow. So I like that. Well, that's well good. done. I like a good bit. That guy, um, that, guy, that guy knows how to paint a picture. Yeah, I that got was, it. Yeah, <laughs> was, I'm in. <laughs> that was Hemingway like right there. Yeah, you can't you can't great. beat that. Um, and then. Uh, we did have our friend, uh, I actually didn't see what the article was, uh, but he did post a screenshot with some very small text. Our friend Corey here, Tony, um, says that, uh, oh, they're going to be replacing, um, what the hell does this say? It just says new Taco Bell menu has leaked and it involves extra cheese. So I don't really know what that means. I guess there's going to be more cheese on the food or something at Taco Bell. Maybe. That Taco Bell, they, they keep innovating. Yeah, like, uh, I thought. Hey, listen, I've. I think I told you this. I think I told you both this. The the fries, the fry burrito, was an achievement, and I'm not just saying that because I had it after about six gins at the at the Sunset Station. It was, it was legitimately delicious. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna put that at the top. Now, do we know where good friend of podcasts in general, the amazing Rando, is working these days? I wonder if he's back. <laughs> At the Taco Bell, or whether he's still at, I think, his dream job. I got to assume he was at Jack in the Box, I believe, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I believe so, too. I don't know. You know, it's, I, uh, I haven't checked. Mm-hmm. And the reason I haven't checked is because it, it's a rabbit hole. Like, you check, <laughs> you just, you think you're just going to see, like, hey, I wonder what he's up to. And then suddenly you're scrolling through months worth. Mm-hmm. of like the the writings of a madman yep. and then then i gotta call tony we gotta do an emergency <laughs> podcast uh and yep. like it's just i i can't i can't go down that no, road it's... anymore there there are certain things that i just had to give away when i stopped podcasting and yeah. uh and the rand and rando was very much one of the hardest yeah i've i um i still i still scroll around I, you know, my, you guys know my job has been pretty light on, uh, work. So, uh, I tend to spend some of my day, um, you know, wandering through the, the territory, the dangerous territory out in the, the, the ether of Facebook. And I do remember going and seeing he was doing a YouTube series and I'm not sure if, well, he does just remove his content from the internet. He doesn't just like leave it out there forever. He just says, nope, that's it. I'm done with this and rips it down and you'll never find it again. So I I don't know if his videos, but he was, you could see him, you know, you could see him there um, and, and like reviewing, he was, I think he was doing vinyl, wasn't it, Tony? He had like vinyl records and stuff. Yeah. He's still into the vinyl thing. Very different collection to me. You're, you're even more into it. 
Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I'm not big into buying secondhand random music. I like what I like. Buy a lot of 90s um, rock on vinyl. But uh, I I was referring to rando. I don't really care about your interest in vinyl. I just felt like you've you've dug further into the rando ditch than I have recently. I just looked him up on Facebook and he's changed his name. He's gone from Uh uh, the amazing rando to Randy Porter. Don't, now oh, he doxed him. Now you did it. Yep, I'm going to dox him. He is Porter Randall <laughs> for anybody that wants to look him up. Porter Randall. <laughs> He's 100% doxed. Randall. Uh, Sorry, Randall. The, go- the government will never find him now. <laughs> he did last name first, this son of a bitch. Now, every time I. So, yeah, go ahead. I've dug down, I'm six posts deep. And so there was a post from 11 hours ago. You're at the, you're still on the crust, Tony. You're yeah. still only at the crust, yeah. I'm six posts deep and I'm only 11 hours deep into his feed. And did you want to take a guess at what he's posting? It's an object, an object from the past. Uh-huh. It's the Emancipation Proclamation. <laughs> oh, that is not it. Uh, I'm going to say, is it, ty- is it a typewriter? <laughs> Boom, nailed it. Nailed it. Oh, I, st- I still know my rando. Absolutely. Yeah. Either that or like a, a picture of like some weird 1970s busty lady. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It was you like, know what, you, yeah. Yeah. You know why I didn't realize? Movie. You know why I didn't realize that was your phone at the beginning? Because that's almost the same drop you used for this fucking segment that we're in right now. Like everything's just kind of. Uh, all the all the sounds in your world are just like this flowy, trippy uh, uh, yeah. you know, noise. This is const- This is sort of like being on a really bad. Uh, it's like your first time eating a corner of a weed brownie. You listen to our <laughs> show and you just think you're dying for two hours. It's really just the whole <laughs> feeling you get. Well, it's interesting you say that. I'm I've got thirteen mutual friends with Porter Randall. Number three on that list, Scott Faber. Oh, yeah, I remember him. What a guy, actually. I loved him. Yeah. Uh, do, you know, do you remember Scott Faber's birthday? I don't, that but I, I do can, remember yeah. his, his wife's name, Yolanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scott Faber, birthday is 420. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, Where were you on that one, Tony? Fucking rookie. Yeah. Fucked dead up there. Ro- dead set rookie. Oh, uh, well. Uh Tony, we got some questions for Brian that I think we should ask if we were to quote unquote tap the mail keg. So hit that one. That could have been your ringtone again, and fucking it all just sounds the same. All right, all right, Brian. Here's a big. Here's a. This is a big high pressure question for you, and it's going to take us a while to figure it out because you're going to have to Google the, the this week's games, uh, but. Uh, our friend Tyler has asked a handful of important questions. The first one being, can I get a five-team NFL parlay for the week four uh, straight money line, no spreads? Yeah. It's, uh, in fact, uh, Venmo me the money. I'll, t- I'll totally bet that for you. <laughs> oh, okay. Easy. All right. Let's just do like There's no way he's going to know this until Friday night or something. There's no way. He, you have no idea even what games are going on. Anyway, yeah, you can you can you can do money line parlays if that's his question. And yes, I'll uh, I'll book it. 
Oh, oh no, I think he it. knows he can do it. I think he's looking for you to pick the five teams. Yes, I don't he think he's is. asking if casinos will take the bet or not. Oh, I thought he wanted me to bet it for him, and I was like, oh, buddy, you uh, you absolutely can do that. Sure. I, yeah, yeah I, I don't know if I'd trust you with that one, but I <laughs> Absolutely. As a, as a guy who is on fire, I'm 35-0 uh, and 0 in my uh, NFL bets so far this season. I don't even of think course. there's been 35 total games. I, uh, I got to be honest with you. Uh, we'll definitely take whoever's playing the Giants on a money line. Uh, Saints, yep. I like the Saints. I like the uh, I like the Panthers. Saints. I like the uh, the Titans. Panthers. Uh, I like, like the, the uh, like the Seahawks. And I'm going to take uh, the Raiders to stay undefeated on Monday night. There you nice. go. Nice. All right. Done. Raiders, Saints, Panthers, Titans, Seattle. Tyler, that took. I can't believe. You just pulled. I mean, you just did what I just did, which is you just pulled it up and you just looked at it for five seconds. I, I, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I feel I feel great about him. And if you think I'm not gonna bet that, you're wrong. Because <laughs> if it, it hits, if it hits and I, and I didn't bet it, then we have to kill know, ourselves. We have to kill ourselves. That's a problem. The only the only option is suicide right. for that uh, forty two dollars that I would have won or whatever. <laughs> yeah, what, I mean, I, I, I need that. <laughs> okay. Um, so he said he'll place whatever bet came out of your head. Deal. All right. So now he's, I, I actually remember that there's no way he'll ask us to bet it because he's in Illinois where they hand out money. Uh, they will just, they will just give you a free, a freebie to do this bet. So he doesn't, he probably isn't even going to have to put any real money on it. Yeah, that's um, bullshit. Remember yeah. when, uh, so Griff and I signed up for the station casinos thing, yeah. uh, the app, and we were walking through the casino and there's a big sign that says, you know, get up to $500 in free bets. And we're like, oh, cool. So we signed up, and we both got $0 in free bets. I don't understand how the fuck that worked. Yeah, and we went, and then, so the weekend I went to Arizona, I, uh, I went down there, and the second I crossed the state line, I, of course, pulled up, opened the FanDuel app again, because I'm like, hey, maybe I can get some free money out of this shit. And then I'm texting Brian, asking him, like, uh, will, 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 there be a touchdown scored in the game today. He's like, bet the whole house on it. Just, just. Yeah. That's what he literally said. In the game. Yeah. It was the opening week, the opening game yeah. of the NFL season. So it was yeah. uh, whatever it was, uh, uh, Cowboys, and Buccaneers. Right, yeah. He's like, will there be one touchdown scored in the game? And I'm like, you accidentally said in the game. What do you mean? Like in the first <laughs> quarter? He's like, no, the whole game. I'm like, do you have a billion dollars? Because if you do, Bet one billion dollars. <laughs> they only let you bet fifty on that shit, which is the. I mean, that's they just trying to get. They're just trying to get people into it. But yeah, it was if one touchdown will be scored in the game, and you only had to pay the vig. You only had to pay the the. It was minus one ten or whatever. So it's like, Ridiculous. or maybe it was plus one hundred. It might have been even money. Um, I think that one was even money. Then the next day, I was asking you about will will there be like four runs scored in some baseball game, and, and it was like, well, four runs are scored in like ninety eight percent of baseball games. So, yeah, so yes, yeah. right, Go just put, roll that back into it. So I just got a free like hundred dollars by being in Arizona. It was great. Um, so Tyler, you'll bet that on FanDuel. One one other um, couple bourbon questions for you. You're, are you drinking bourbon right now, Brian? You drinking? I am not at the moment, but I mm. will be when we're done here. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So you're in a big hurry here. Um, <laughs> so let's wrap this up. Is it? In fact, hey, is hold it, on. Is my is my is my wife in the kitchen? Yeah. You want to pour me a, a a a bourbon? Not not like the way not like a chalice of it. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Half a handle. So my wife has gotten in. My my wife has gotten into bourbon lately. Sure. Except, uh, you know, so I make a cocktail most nights. My wife has another thing where she and I can't I can't like fault her for this because as everybody knows my measuring technique is the glass I'm serving it in. Right. But that's essentially what she does. So she takes a cup and then she fills it with ice and then she fills the cup of ice with bourbon. straight straight liquor. I like it. Either tequila or, or bourbon. It's and then when I'm like and then when I'm like, whoa, that's a heavy pour, she's like, but there's ice in it. It'll <laughs> melt a- and don't Dilute the whiskey. I'm like, dilute the gallon of whiskey. I guess so. I think it's. I think it's an honest point, really. It's still Um, that much. Yeah, it's still going to be what's left that you just poured, and the bottle is also half empty, which is also potentially a signifier of the volume. Thanks, Um, babe. Thank you. Yes. Hold on. What did you say? And I'm also making your daughter eggs for the second time today, but for dinner at 7.30. Oh, boy. Now, I feel like I shouldn't have asked for the drink because she yeah. seems real real irritated with, with our daughter, and now that's going to get transferred to me. Yep. Yikes. Ask for an extra egg, too, while you're at it. Um, I mean, since you're making the egg, just get it. <laughs> uh, speaking of your child, uh, Tyler – who is childless, like much like us, does also ask if it's a good idea to give your child bourbon so they can develop a taste for the bite early. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried that yet? The the nineteen thirty, like, well, I don't know. I guess it's probably seventies and eighties. There were there were parents who'd give their kid a nip of of liquor to like help them with their teething or something, right? Uh, yeah, I've heard that. Like, rub some whiskey on their gums. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, do you call Child Protective Services or do I do it? Right, like, yeah, what's, right, yeah. the, what's the way to do it? I have not. Although, so I guess there was like a weird thing that happened. This was a couple of years ago. Uh, my son went to Mexico sure. with, his, with his mom and stepdad. Mm-hmm. And I guess like he, he would try like some sips of margarita and really got a taste for it. So, (laughs) so like there, yeah, there's like times where he's taken like a, like, you know, uh, he has a, an unhealthy curiosity. Sure. Cocktails. And, and like, I just leave, if I make a drink and then I leave it on like the side table or something, I'll come take a nip just to see what's up. (laughs) <laughs> I thought I that story was going to take good. a different direction. I thought that was going to involve some Vicodin or some other um, Mexican <laughs> Jesus. pharmaceutical. I left a I left a Percocet on the table, and that kid <laughs> just has to try it. Everything it with this kid, right yeah, in the yeah. ma- But he's also thirteen. I feel like that's uh, appropriate, yeah. right? A kid, a thirteen-year-old can have a have a sip of a margarita, and it's not a in, it's not a problem. Yeah, in France, they're knocking off full. Full six ounce pours of wine, I think, at that age. Yeah, and, no shit. And, and that was going to be my my next thought. That's a sensible amount that he's having. It's not like he's got an Eiffel Tower's worth of margarita that he's walking around Las Vegas with. <laughs> yeah, boy, that'll that'll end your day. We've I've, I've seen some new. I, I was over there picking up a friend from the wind, and I saw um, some. I mean, you know that you know that no man's land between like the wind and nothing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just people walking around at 10 a.m. with yards full of. I guess I I guess I know that because I vacationed here 
a lot of times, but good lord, I, I don't know. I I just I I can't imagine the 10 a.m. I can drink I can drink a cocktail at 10 a.m. No problem. That doesn't bug me. But knocking off the big freezy thing just feels like my stomach hurts thinking about it. I often will stop and make a bet during baseball season on daytime baseball on the way to work. Sure. Like a couple times a week, I'm I'm doing that, and I would say, you know, I uh, I work. Uh, near the Boulder Station, it's it's cl- it's close to my office because I work in a classy area, mm-hmm. and uh, I would say a solid eighty to eighty five percent of the time, as I'm walking in uh, the little sports book entrance at you know let's call it between eight and eight thirty a.m., there's somebody walking out with just a frosty Coors Light. Uh, so nothing nothing phases me at this point. There, there is uh, something about that, though, that feels different. I don't know why, because it feels like that is probably a, like a third shifter, right? <sighs> that feels like that's a third shift worker, because my, my dad worked third shift for a long time, not in a casino, and not at a place that served liquor. Um, but I, I do believe he would tell us that there were people who would go out for beers after their shift, even in, like at the morning open the breakfast bars or whatever in the Chicago area. So that almost at the Boulder station, it somehow reads for the first time ever, the Boulder station reads less creepy to me than the win. Is that mm-hmm. weird to say? Yes. Extremely yeah, weird. I, it is, right? yeah. I could, uh, I, I think I see where you're going that you expect to see a guy at eight in the morning at the Boulder station. Yes. Question of course, like, Yep. You don't That's- necessarily expect to, to go to a place where they're charging $450 a night for a room and see someone sucking down a daiquiri. Right. Uh, like you know, one a, kitty a, hanging out and everything. Yeah, a morning you know, daiquiri. Thing. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. But, uh, I can see it. Hey, much respect for the Boulder Station because um, I was we, you and I were both just in there, and I, I did comment that it, it did feel like maybe they had potentially – uh, like recarpeted it during COVID or something, so it didn't smell weird. It was very, very strange, very unusual feeling to have in the Boulder Station. And they got rid of that grilled cheese machine, which uh, I put in the con column. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you a grilled cheese machine for next to the bed, babe. Don't worry about it. A continuous grilled cheese machine just, just fucking spits out, out grilled. Che- like you know the what pancake the weird thing at the hotel? The pancakes just fly out of the damn thing. The thing that was weird about that grilled cheese machine is I, who loaded those grilled cheese? Like, I never saw – it's not like there was a guy standing behind it just fucking loading bread and cheese into the back of it. Like, it, it just kept spitting out grilled cheeses. Man. Yeah. I, I will point out two two things. We, we've gone, we've gone uh, totally haywire on this, but uh, I was at the El Cortez recently. I know. I was – last weekend was a blur. But I was at the El Cortez weekend – Uh, last weekend and they have a hot dog cart now next to the bar next to that ike's bar and they're like a dollar they're like a dollar fifty even like late at night and it's open too so you can you can pull up and get a hot dog from the neil cortez now do they have hand sanitizer on the hot dog cart (laughs) dude there's hand sanitizer you want to put hand sanitizer on your dog you never have to walk more than three feet in las vegas Uh, because people can't stop hand sanitizing shit here um, and then the other place that I saw a cart was at the Boulder station. There's that thing, Brian, the fake little food truck next to the, yeah, next to the sports book, spitting out hot dogs. People are getting in on the South points. 
South Point shit here, but they're not all carrying Vienna beefs, and that that's a problem yeah, for them. That South Point hot dogs still uh, the top one, of the yeah. line, even uh, with sanitizer on it. You still eat that fucking thing because yeah. it's a great. It's a casing's got a snap to it, even with good, the alcohol taste. You know? It's a good. It's a good product. I can just see Guy Fieri eating that and the 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 hand sanitizer dripping down his beard and saying the snap on the casing. Can I tell a real um, quick? Can I tell a real quick uh, uh, South Point hot dog story? No. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Please tell us. Listen, I'll get you guys. I'll get you guys to an hour or whatever you need to be. <laughs> so, you're fine. so this guy, uh, I, I go in, and uh, I'm, the way it usually works with me is if I go into the South Point after work and I have two dollars in cash, I will get a hot dog. That's right. just. That's just sort of the, the thing. I won't break a five or a 20. If I've got two singles and I'm there after work, I'm getting a hot dog. So I walk over to the cart. And I'm behind this uh, couple. Uh, it's, uh, it's like a, an, older, an older black couple. All right. And that, that I mentioned it because it, it, it comes into play here. So, uh, so they order. And, um, and after they're done ordering... They tell the lady, you know, like, whatever, like, we want two hot dogs with this, this, and this. And it's like, and then whatever this guy wants. I was like, oh, that's so kind. I'm like, you guys Made don't have forward. to buy. I'm like, you guys don't have to buy me a hot dog. And meanwhile, they cost a, a dollar fifty. All right. But yeah. now, now we're in this whole thing, like, please, sir, I cannot let you buy me this dollar fifty. See, so finally, uh, you know, whatever. I'm like, thank you so much. And I give her my hot, hot dog order. And uh, and I'm sitting talking to this guy. He's the nicest man in history and um and uh like you know i'm like listen you know they give us the hot dogs and i'm like hey thank you guys so much i hope you have good luck you know because they were right. playing his wife playing the slot machine he's like i've already had good luck because i met a great guy today now i am i don't uh you know this goes yes. back to problems problems i have with my dad like i almost start crying he's older yeah we can't take compliments men, Older men don't compliment me. So I, I start welling up with tears and I'm walking out and I'm like, man, what a wonderful experience I just had with that guy. And then I realized it was the day that Derek Chauvin got uh, uh, convicted. <laughs> killing oh, George yeah. Floyd. Yeah. I'm like, was I like the beneficiary of, of this guy, like being happy that for once... Uh, yeah, justice was correct. actually yeah, served right. for the first <laughs> like, time ever. Was, yeah, was he just so happy that it finally happened one time that he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna get this white guy a hot, hot dog. dog. <laughs> and I like it. It 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 changed my whole day. It changed yeah. my view, my view on race relations. It was automatically it was just one of the great days I've had in my life. Oh my god, I, that's an amazing that's an amazing story. That's never happened at the El Cortez is my point. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I would say maybe the opposite is happening at the El Cortez where we're all screaming at each other to, you know, you motherfucker, I will never buy you a hot dog, you piece of shit. Uh, one more. There's one more question for you, Brian, that I got to I got to get I got to get to you before because this is important. And I, I did realize that you do have a teenager. So this is a good one. What do you do if you find out that your teenager broke into the liquor cabinet, drank all your bourbon, and replaced it with a very convincing colored apple juice? Before Brian's got to think about this, I'm sure, I just want to say I would applaud him because that is a smart move. 
and to get one over. Yeah, well, we know how we know what kind of parent you would be, so that's <laughs> we we already kind of have that. We, yeah, the, you're not getting the Norm Smith Trophy for parenting, I don't think. The uh, the fact that yeah, the fact that he replaced it would be impressive to me. I was like a I would He's sometimes ditch it. I would take money out of my mom's wallet sometimes. Sure. Uh, like if I was going over to my friend's house, I would just take twenty dollars out of my mom's wallet, not ask, just take it. Sure. As though my mom wouldn't be like, what the fuck happened to that $20 that was in my wallet? I wonder right. if the only person who lives here took uh, it. Uh, so, yeah. And so uh, the fact that, that he tried to hide it, I would actually give him some extra points for that. But I don't know. Like at some point, uh, it, the, the, all the wheels are just going to come off this whole household. Like everyone's going to just be pulling shit all the time. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I, and I'm not prepared for it. Well, there's not going to be a point where you have three teenagers at once, so you have that going for you. You'll have two at a time, right? Because, well, yeah, hold on. I, yeah, yeah, no, no, you're not. It'll be close at least. It's going to be. You'll at least have one out of the house, hopefully. So, what you're saying is it'll drag on for over uh, 15 uh, years. This there's, no worse. there's no yeah. end in sight. It's really. <laughs> at least if it all happened at once, you're done. But fuck right. yeah, I'm just. I, I have like a decade and a half. Of of dealing right, yeah. with teenagers, yeah. Yeah. and they're not all boys. That's a scary part. And Taylor Swift will be like 50, 60 years old by the time they're all through. <laughs> so they're going to be on a whole new set of stuff. We can't even like. I know who that who is. You know, you don't even have that. Right. Yeah, she'll be like no. the Rolling Stones, and she'll keep re-releasing the same albums over and over again. <laughs> so, uh, so you're just you're just rolling with it. You got the kid. The kid drinks all your bourbon. You're just. Are you just more pissed now? Now here's a good question. Would you be more pissed off if he drank all the bourbon or if he took $20 out of the gambling kitty? Oh, out of my gambling envelope. You know, I, so here's the problem. So I do have this envelope full of like specifically gambling money. When I, if I win a bet, I put some of the money in it. And if I don't have any money uh, you know, on me, then I will take money out of it. Everybody knows where it is. Uh, and so far, no one has taken money out of it that mm-hmm. I've noticed. Um you know, I am so. This is this is why I'm I'm not a great parent. I'm so non-confrontational. I'm just uncomfortable with it. <laughs> I don't like. It would have to be, would have to be a pretty like fucking big deal. Yeah. For me to like really deal with it in a way that a parent is supposed to deal with shit. The most confrontational like, moment I've ever seen you take with your kids was actually this past weekend when um, one of your children uh, did. Uh, check the other one into the boards <laughs> while on a hoverboard. While on a hoverboard, yeah. And I believe nice. the only phrase you, you didn't actually confront it so much as you said, "Are you crazy?" I'm like, what Which the was, fuck I is think, wrong with you? Right? Yeah, I just thought it was a pretty good, a pretty good. It was, a, it was, a, it was. Ah, she's ready for hockey. I'm going to give intense. it up. She's ready. She's ready for the Golden Knights to come back. It's intense. Um, so, are you still going to casinos to bet like sports, or are you just doing it on the app? No, oh, so I am almost exclusively betting in person. Okay, uh, still. still, still, and like it just it keeps me honest. Plus, I mean, I don't bet large amounts of money, but no. um, I like if it's an amount over twenty bucks, I want to go and hand that? the money. You want to make a transaction? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Now, if I'm just sitting around uh, and and there's a game, like you know, uh, I've done this every single football week so far. So I'll put in like a whatever, 
like a five team parlay for, you know, a couple of bucks. Yep, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That I'll do uh, through the app. I'm not going to take a trip to, to bet five dollars. No. But yeah. if, if, if I'm yeah, if I'm going to bet like on one game, I, I will still go and I will still hand them the money. I need it to be a little bit inconvenient still or I'm or I will I will bankrupt this family in no time. Yeah, I uh, know. I get you. Um, so one, one other betting thing we got to throw out there. So Brian and I, uh, we have gotten um, maybe dangerously inf- infatuated with a, uh, a particular card game here in town. Now, um, Brian, you, you were really always my, uh, um, my mentor in the, in the world of blackjack. And I'd say when I was here for my first go round, uh, of living in Vegas, uh, maybe it was at the Virgin, I think when we were alone in the hotel or in the casino, because there's no people at the former hard rock that we, we discovered, uh, the game free bet blackjack because it was the only place with open, seats at a $15 table or was it 10? I don't remember what we were playing. Um, just cause it was the lowest limit. Cause we got kicked out of the, uh, live music venue by our wives. Um, yeah. cause we were boring and lame. <laughs> so yeah. we, we played this game and, uh, we both had some luck that day and we were chit chatting with the lady about her house or mortgage or something or other or whatever she was doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we were both successful. And since then, I would say we have not had such luck where both of us have been successful at this game. So free bet blackjack. Um, why don't you give us a quick, I'll give you, let's give a quick breakdown of these rules. Huh? So we, we get essentially the free bet you get is you get a free split or a free double. Um, and, and they will double. Numbers. Right, so they will double on nine on 9, 10, and 11, they will double down for you. You say, I want to double. They will put a little gold coin by it, and whatever right. you bet, they have now doubled for you. Nice. Same thing with a split. Any, any two cards any other, than, other than 10s or higher, right. uh, they, will, they will split for you. Um, the, the, so on the surface, it's like, well, this is an amazing deal. Free money. Uh, yeah, so the, there, there's... There's two things that I've learned over it. The, the first thing is, and, and this is not a secret, like the trade-off for them doubling is if the dealer gets 22 is a push. You do not Automatic win. push. Automatic push if the dealer gets 22. Nuts. And you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think that's a big deal. That's huge. It happens more than you remember. Um, the, the second thing and it, it, it took me a few tries to realize that this is what's happening is it encourages you to play poorly. <laughs> so, you know, like I would never double on a nine against, against a, face, a card. face card ever yeah. in, in real blackjack. But fuck it. If you're going to pay for my double, you're goddamn right. I'll do it. <laughs> so now like. I'm doubling on a nine. I get a two. It's an 11 against a fucking 20. Like uh, you're, you're just, you're playing poorly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, split, you know, uh, sixes against a 10. Why would you do that? Who wants two 16s? I do apparently. Cause if you're paying for it, right, I yeah. will do it. So right. it encourages you to play, you know, in a way that is advantageous to the house. It's going that to being, the, fl- yeah. It's going yeah, to that the being said, I still, 
I still I still love it. I still yeah, really like that too. game. It's that going game. to the Flamingo Buffet just because your dad's paying for it. Right. <laughs> I know I shouldn't do this. Uh, it's not a good idea. If I weren't, if you weren't paying for it, there's no way in hell I'd show up to this. Um, or it's waiting in the two-hour line for a free Del Taco taco or jack-in-the-box taco or something. You're like, uh, would I do this ever? No, but I guess I will now because it's somebody else's dime. There's always... Um, there's always like weird blackjack variations every few years. Like uh, someone reinvents the game in a way and it always on the surface seems like it is in the player's favor. And of course it never is. Uh, so there was a game a few years back. Uh, it's called Spanish 21. I think they might've sure, gotten rid of it. Spanish 21, I remember yeah. that. Was, I think it might be considered racist now. I don't a hundred percent know, but uh, it's Catalan but it was, now. So this is uh, w- w- so they took all of the 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 tens out of the deck. There were still face cards, but they took the tens out of the deck. Uh, if uh, if you got twenty one, it never pushed. You could uh, you just they paid you immediately, so you never had to worry about you know the dealer also pulling a blackjack, right? Or uh, or drawing to twenty one. If you got twenty one, they paid you immediately. And the thing I liked the best was you could double at any point. Sure. So if you got a four and a two and then, you know, your next card was another four, you could then double down on your 10 uh, and get one more. So it seemed amazing. It never was fucking amazing. Like you, you, no. you no. fucking, you would lose all, no. all, uh, constantly. Every game is in their favor. And the fact that I, as someone who knows that looks at a game and says, Oh shit, they fucked up you guys. Like they're just giving us money. <laughs> like that makes me stupid. I mean, you, t- you texted me Friday morning and we're like, you know what? I think I can leave work early. Are we hitting up the free bet table at the Boulder <laughs> station? Like, yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. You have a sickness, my friend. And I, no, I, that. I, yeah, I have the same sickness. Cause on Thursday <laughs> I was texting him being like, I got some money burning a hole in my pocket. When are we going to throw this in the garbage? It was worse than that. He's like, hey, I can go charge my car for yes. free at the Sunset Station. You want to come? I'm like, oh, so yeah. instead of free, you want to pay $100 yes. to charge a car? All right. I'm saving the planet. I'll do um, it. Now, what's I'm here the, to save the earth. What's the break even like on this game? Is it as good as, say, Pygow? Uh, no, it, no. No, it'll burn. You'll burn. You can burn really fast. Um, and yeah. I think every time we've gone, we've burned right away. Like we've, we've, we've started busting down to, and then we usually have a recovery period, I would say is pretty much the way playing this game works. And then at this point, cause at GVR, I got blown up and you, you won a little bit. Right. And then at, at Boulder, um, I managed to get out with my money at least. And, and you busted out. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a sense the virgin, we just have to go and sit by ourselves in the empty Virgin Casino because, or Mohegan Sun or whatever the hell it is, because uh, we're not we're not having much luck anywhere else. All right, Brian, I don't want to keep you too long, so I'm going to skip ahead to some important tasks we have to do. I did write a special game for you, Brian, because I think you'd like this. Um, I hinted at I've hinted at it with you. I. I think you're going to do well at this. I can't tell if I want you and Tony to compete against each other because it feels pretty unfair if I do. So we can we can see how it goes. We can handicap this thing. Yeah, yeah. So 
This is a uh, uh, a game. You, we have a drop for for. Do we have a drop for this or that? We do. Hit, hit it, Tony. Plink plunk plink plunk This or that. Perfect. It is a good one. I like that. Jesus Christ. Uh, so, so essentially, what we're going to do uh, today, this or that, is essentially I have ten. I just have ten things. And today, you're just going to tell me if these are real or fake. This is this is the lowest of the low type of game. Really, really, the a morons game here is uh, that any idiot could write. And I have ten. Uh, it's fall, of course, and we're all in pumpkin spice mode. We're all in leggings and hoodies mode, and you know, oh, it's so nice to Even go outside in Vegas. In Vegas and it's, um, I will say, I put a hoodie on in the evening, and it is uh, that you in the morning if you go outside, you can feel like almost a cool breeze in the air i don't know what do you think brian is that is that about right there's like a there's like a snap right now morning and evening we have finally gotten to the point after just a fucking brutal summer Summer, uh that in the morning and in the evening it is uh almost pleasant out so uh i highly recommend it now here in henderson it was only like 84 degrees today still sucks during the day for the most part but uh, yeah, t- today was not bad. All right, so I have ten items. They are all pumpkin items, uh, and, and they are supposedly all pumpkin items that you can find at Trader Joe's. Tony, are you familiar with Trader Joe's? I am. I've never been to one, but from what I understand, that's going to be a problem for you. But uh, <laughs> that's my one concern for you in this game is that you've never been to one. Well, now, Brian, you have been to Trader Joe's, I assume, oh. many, many. I have been to lots of Trader Joe's, and I will tell you, whatever you whatever you claim right now, I'm gonna say exists because they are fucking pumpkin. <laughs> everything they are going right over now. the top, which is why I love this. My um, my wife. This is a little something about my wife. The beginning of any like new season, she loses her shit. She can't wait just to change from whatever something was to yeah, a new thing. Whatever's next. <laughs> so she is. She's all about it. We've got like uh, we've got pumpkins around the house. She is oh time for a new segment. Uh, there's pumpkins around the house. There is uh, pumpkin and apple cider flavored shit in our pantry. Delicious. So I, love that. I I feel like I'm gonna crush. Uh, I'm gonna crush this game. Yeah, you might do really good at this. So Tony, do you want to go? Let, I think Tony, you should just go up against Brian here. Let's do it. Let's compete. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds good to me. I, I think um, Brian, Brian might have an advantage. Brian, Brian can get a win today. He need, he, you know, he need I need a win. win. I need a win. Yeah. All right. First one up. First one is the turkey and pumpkin mole burrito. A turkey and pumpkin <laughs> mole burrito from Trader Joe's. This sounds very Trader Joe's to me. I've got to say. Okay. Uh, I'll let Brian take first stab at it, but yeah. I, I, okay. I, now is the uh, is is the game whether or not this exists? Yes. Does this exist, or is it something I made up in my head? <clears throat> okay. Well, um, so I will say I've never seen this at Trader Joe's. Uh, I have had, you know, I grew up close to Mexico. I have seen moles. I know that there are moles with pumpkin seeds there in them. Seeds are in That's them. very yeah. common, right? Uh, However, I am going to say that you made this up. Okay. I agree. I'm going with Brian. No, I disagree. What am I saying? 
I don't think you made this up. I think this is terrible enough that it could be sold at Trader Joe's. I think it's real. Tony says it's real. Brian says it's fake. The turkey and pumpkin mole burrito is real. That is a real item that you can get at Trader Joe's. So Tony has one. Brian has none. (laughs) The most offensive part of that to me is the turkey. Turkey yeah. burrito? You hard pass on your yeah, turkey burrito. We have, we have at least two episodes <laughs> of our podcast that only made 20 episodes. 10% of them are about us hating turkey. So um, <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Uh, these are pumpkin empanadas. Pumpkin empanadas. Well, I'm going to give Joe's. Brian a chance to take a drink because I can hear his ice cubes jiggling in his uh, bourbon-filled glass. I'm going to say that this is too straight ahead. I don't think this is real. I, I think Griff made this up. I know Griff's writing style and Griff's writing style is lazy <laughs> to say the least. So therefore I'm going to say this is fake. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't generally take uh, uh, ice in my bourbon, but, um, you know, I'm not going to argue. She's really upset about that egg thing. <laughs> um, this is absolutely real. This sounds exactly like a Trader Joe's item. Uh, I, could, I could see it. Yep. Uh, so Brian says it's real. Tony says it's fake. Pumpkin empanadas are an item you can purchase today at Trader Joe's. Those are... Real one for Brian. He's on the board. Tony doesn't get that one. Pumpkin empanadas, and also they aren't on this list, but there are pumpkin samosas this year too. And I actually kind of want both of them. What about yeah, pumpkin, pumpkin pierogies? That'd be the the next level. Don't so- be don't be gross. <laughs> I can't tell if who you're if you're yelling at Tony or your kid. Really, <laughs> I think Same it was idea. me. Yeah, it was. It's fine. Okay. Just really the same phraseology, uh, just of any time you're in the house. Yeah. At any point, yeah, you can catch me yelling that anytime. (laughs) All right, next up. This is pumpkin tikka masala. Pumpkin tikka masala. Oof. Right. The trade of pumpkin tikka masala. Almost thinking. No, it's fine. We love dead air. All we have is is, dead air on this show. This is tough because I, I, my instinct is no, but again, this does read a little bit Trader Joe's to me. Like I could see they, I could see this on a shelf, but I am going to say. I, I'm going to say no. I don't think this is real. I think this is 100% real because... Uh, you might be right. I, I think this is a traditional Indian dish because they're big into the uh, orange flesh and a non, non-meat non yeah. thing. So I'm going to say this is real. Orange flesh, non-meat. Tony loves it. Um, <laughs> uh, orange Tony, flesh and meat. Unfortunately, for, un- unfortunately, this is fake. Brian's oh, yes. not real. Uh, pumpkin tikka masala is out of my brain. I made it up. Uh, so that one goes to Brian. It's two to one. Uh, next up is the pumpkin spiced sparkling water. Pumpkin spiced <laughs> sparkling <laughs> water. I'm I going tell to. Joe's. This is this one's easy. This is a hundred percent fake. If you put a touch of vodka in it, hundred percent real. But this is fake. Yeah, there is a Bud Light. As we talked about last week, there is a Bud Light pumpkin 
whatever it is, plaid, sparkling water, whatever it is. So. I, uh, I actually disagree. I think this is real. I think, I bet this is real. All right, Brian says it's real. Tony says it's fake. Tony's right. Tony has another ah, one. He's, shit. he's back up. That is fake. I made that up. Pumpkin spice sparkling water. Suck it. Not see that real. Um, but you can. This is the problem for us, Brian, for, or for you, at least. Uh, and it's a good thing for me because it was easy for me to come up with this shit. You can see the product in your head. You can 100%. know. You even, I know what aisle I would find that in, in <laughs> right, fact, yeah. and where it is. In the, it's next to you know the other expensive to the spin drift or whatever they carry in there. So whatever. All right. Uh, next one. This is the pumpkin spice hummus. Pumpkin spice hummus from Trader Joe's. Real. I'm not even gonna fuck around. That is a real product. That is fake. Simple as that. Sure. Uh, Brian's right. That's an oh. easy one. It's real. That's an easy one. That's a that Had was a layup be. for Trader Joe's. Yeah, the Trader Joe's. Had to be. You think my writing style's lazy? <laughs> Go to Trader Joe's. I mean, that's they're like, uh, what do we make? We make every dip. Can we? What right. can we put cinnamon and clove in? Uh, try hummus. I don't know. Yeah. You know exactly right. Well, that, that was kind of my point. I I would have imagined that they already had this as like a, this a is Persian a standard spice dip. Maybe they've yes. just relabeled it. Uh, yeah, they, they had that shit piled up in the back. They just brought it out as soon as September hit. Uh, all right, pumpkin spice buffalo chicken dip or whatever. I did. Oh, I was, I was tearing tearing my brain apart trying to think of if a pumpkin spice romesco is a fair thought, but it's not. So. <laughs> um, the romesco dip from Trader Joe's, though, recommend. Just if anyone's if you haven't had it yet, Brian, I, I got to shout that out. All right, next up. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, the pumpkin and onion Alsatian style tart. <laughs> what are you even talking about? <laughs> that had so many words in it. <laughs> I don't I, even. I don't even know where to start. Like it seems so ridiculous that it couldn't possibly be real. But that's what makes it more real. Now you're now you're getting somewhere, <laughs> Tony. You go first. I, I just want to interject that this is the first time I think on any podcast I've ever been involved in with Brian that the what are you talking about hasn't been aimed at myself and it's, it's true, been aimed right? at yeah. somebody else. You might, you're probably right. Yeah. Um, that was a Trader Joe. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Mr. Trader. I think this is fake. This Griff is either one of two things. He's either super lazy or he overwrites things. What the fuck is an Alsatian tart? Does it have like is a Al, German is shepherd Alsatian, in it? Is Alsatian a th- I, I don't even know what Alsatian is. It's a border it's region. The Alsace region of France, of course, Brian. Yeah, uh, between France nor- and Germany. Northern, sure, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take your word for that. Famous because for the now um, you're both the you're German both shepherd on this and but, the uh, wine varietal. Gravertz okay. Tremere. All right, all right, all right, all right, Tony, all right, Jesus right. Christ, it's not a TED Talk. Uh, I am going to... All right, you're saying, you're saying no, Tony, or yes? Tony says it's fake. I say it's fake. Oh, man. I mean, I guess just, I mean, to... 
you could convince me either way on this. I could, uh, I, I could you feel don't strongly. Have to guess different. I know you love doing that, but yeah. no, I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm gonna guess <laughs> the opposite. I'm gonna say this is so weirdly specific that that it, it's that it's real. It is very strange. Uh, Trader Joe's pumpkin and onion Alsatian style tart is. Fake. I made that ah, up. Damn it! Good job, uh, Tony. That was a good I, read on. Griff. I made that, that up. A good read. Now, now they do have an onion Alsatian style tart, uh, and it was lazy. All I did was put pumpkin in front of the entire <laughs> item, so it was lazy. Right. But it was Tony, it was something you. Tony could read that whole situation correctly. That was that was a good job. Uh, t- uh, Brian, this one might get your antenna up. Uh, how about pumpkin spiced ginger brew? Pumpkin spice ginger brew, Trader Joe's pumpkin spice ginger brew. Now, uh, I will point out that Brian and and Jameson and and, and Kelly and I have enjoyed the hol- the whatever that ginger brew is that they do for the. Oh no, we don't do a holiday ginger brew. We drink the regular ginger brew with the holiday the wasp oh, juice. That's yeah, that, pretty good. Yeah, Put some vodka Christ- in there. Pretty good. The Chris the Christmas tree juice. Yeah, uh, I uh, I I will say if this is real. I will a hundred percent buy it because I okay. I usually have like some kind of ginger beer around the house once again to mix with alcohol, so I will buy this. However, I feel as though it is fake. I don't think this is a real product. Pumpkin spice ginger brew. Brian says it's fake. Tony, I didn't know what ginger brew was, but obviously it's a ginger beer. I'm ginger going to say you would make a Moscow Mule out of. I'm going to say that. It works with the ginger flavor, so I think this is real. I think this would be a delightful combination. It sounds like a good product. I just, I, I don't think it exists. And he says it's real. Brian says it's fake. This one's going to Tony, too. Tony's mm. right. This is real. I'm fucking buying it this weekend, then, because that yeah. sounds really good. Yeah, I mean, I'm into that, too, actually, because ginger... I mean, ginger itself goes with all those other flavors. I mean, I, you would put ginger, I would typically put ginger in like a sweet potato or pumpkin pie because it's sort of good. So yeah. um, not that I'm making any of that shit ever again, but that's fine. <laughs> um, all right. So it's 4-3 Tony. Right. Tony's benefiting from not having gone to Trader Joe's in a weird way because he can't envision the packaging. It's true. All this shit, um, it's true. which is a problem for us. Uh, how about this one? Gang, this one is, I'm, I'm actually wondering if Tony even knows what this product is. Trader Joe's Pumpkin Spiced Speculus. Now, Tony, are you familiar with Speculus? Isn't that an obscure type of porn? Yes. It's, you could, uh, it if is Pumpkin If you put it into Pornhub, I promise you something comes up. <laughs> Yeah, you will get yeah rubs speculus. It's essentially so it's cookie butter, Tony. They okay. take those, you know, the ginger cookies that you get on an airplane. The sort of um, do not know what I'm talking about. So there no. are these sort of um, Brian. How would you? I would say like a ginger. It's, it's like sort, a like so shortbread it's, cookie. Exactly. It tastes. It 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 kind of spreads like peanut butter. Yes. But okay, it, tastes, gotcha. it, it has all the same flavors of, yep. of like a of like a sugar cookie. Yeah, it's yep. essentially ground up cookie. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So yeah. I think this sounds. So they make regular speculus. I will be clear. They make a regular speculus butter, quote unquote, yep. and that is that is an item you can buy at Trader Joe's. But this is the pumpkin spice edition 
of speculists that supposedly Trader Joe's could or may not sell. Well, I think they do make it. I think it's a gross name, but otherwise, I think it's a real product. So put me in the real you column. Tony thinks it's real. See, now this is another one where if this is real, I'll buy it this weekend because it sounds awesome. But I think we're in here with this fucking, I think we, this is Alsatian part two. I think that he just, (laughs) I think he took a thing that Trader Joe's, you know, is known for and he put the word pumpkin in front of it. Uh, So I'm going to say it's fake even, but if it's real, I, again, I will buy this as well because I think it's, I think it's probably delicious. Brian's winning either way because he's going to buy awesome products supposedly. (laughs) But this is fake. Oh, uh, Brian is right. This one isn't real. You will not be able to get this. So yes, you win, Brian. But no, you cannot eat it. Uh, I unless wish, you, yeah, I wish it was real. Unless you can muster up the energy to buy speculus and then stir in the three spices that make up pumpkin <laughs> spice. It really is not that hard to make anything can't. pumpkin spice if you really wanted to. Now, question: Because I'm not in America, and pumpkin spice isn't a thing here. Do, doesn't it already come pre-mixed in a jar? If it hasn't, why hasn't somebody marketed pumpkin spice mix? Yeah, no, you can, I think you can get that at Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's just like Trader Joe's pumpkin spice powder or whatever. Yeah, it's just all those things. It's probably like ginger, clove, cinnamon, whatever other, you know, nutmeg. Can't imagine. Yeah, no, I'm positive that exists at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could use it to flavor this next item if it were real or this- not. Is this the is this the big tie break? There are uh, two left, right? Yeah, You're four right. to four. There's two yeah. left. We can I tie. Do a tie break. I do have a tiebreaker in case we hit, we hit the tiebreaker. I was about right. to shit on Griff there, saying he hadn't thought ahead That's enough doing. to actually come up with a tiebreaker. I at least thought of it while we were sitting here. So, uh, this <laughs> so one that is- one's that one's fake. All right, next, <laughs> <laughs> the tiebreaker is fake. Yes. Uh, I at least. <laughs> Googled it while we were sitting here. Uh, all right, this one is called. Uh, oh yeah, I got to cross this one out. We can't. I'm going to say that again. Uh, let's go with this pumpkin Alfredo sauce. <laughs> oh man, Brian loves Come that. Come on, Come now, on. I will. Say, I will say, this is actually. Uh, they do use fucking pumpkin in Italian food in, in, weird, in, in a weird way. No, I'm not sure they use Alfredo sauce in Italian food. They use it, would it be correctly. Question, that's, yeah. that's actually true. It's probably more likely that you're going to find a dish with pumpkin in Italy yeah. than you are Alfredo sauce. Right. Um, man, I think this is real. I think this is real. I have okay. to Brian's agree. real. Oh my I, god, they're going on the same yeah, they're right. on the same trajectory here. Look, normally I'm they petty. Both, if I think there's a 50-50 chance that it goes the other way, I'll, I'm definitely going against Brian. Even 60-40, but this just seems legit to me. And Americans have this weird thing about only using pumpkin for sweet things. We in Australia use it for a bunch of savory things. Um, right. put it in tortellini. It's delicious. I'm I'm just looking this up. Uh, uh, okay, so you are both right. It is real, but I would like to uh, at least see what's in it so that because you're saying you can. I mean, I've used pumpkin stuff for savory stuff. Okay, so this is savory. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, it starts with the base of sweet, earthy pumpkin, 
to which they add heavy cream, grana padano, and pecorino romano cheeses and a mix of savory spices, garlic, onion, sage, black pepper. Uh, it looks actually much better to me than Alfredo sauce because I do find the look of Alfredo sauce a very strange. I don't like the white goopy. That just doesn't do it for me. So um, I, I would totally get on board with pumpkin Alfredo sauce. Sure. Maybe I'll buy this. All right. So you're both right there. So we have, two, we have two left. And uh, then we have um, a tiebreaker. So the next one is chicken and pumpkin Thai style gyoza. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Right, this Sandy, is a it. mishmash. Gyozas are, in fact, Japanese. So, yes, yeah, you know. have Thai-style things that are in a Japanese wrapper. I get that. But mm-hmm. adding pumpkin to it, no. Hard pass. This is too many fusions. This is something you make up in your college dorm at the halftime of the AFL Grand Final. Okay. You know what? We're going to have to go to the tiebreaker because I agree with Tony here. Right. Uh, I, I right. do not. Uh, no. So let's go to the tiebreaker. Here we go. All right. This one is called pumpkin spiced gnocchi. Okay. Uh, I feel great about this. I feel pumpkin like spiced I, I'm just going to take gnocchi. the other side of whatever Brian takes. Um, I feel. Right, fair enough. Uh, I would have done the same thing, Tony. Uh, I uh, I feel this is absolutely real, a hundred percent. Well, uh, there's a thirty percent chance can, it's it's fake, can, but can, I've got to take that thirty percent chance. What, what? How did you handicap it that you think there's a thirty percent chance it's not real? Where'd you get the number thirty? I made it up. You know me. You've podcasted with me for a long time. I make shit up all the time, and I make up a name shit. You make up twenty minute stories. I make That's up true. facts out of thin air that that don't exist. I would have been perfect in Norm, a do- Donald you think Trump Norm White Smith House. Is a real guy? What the hell? So I'm going to say. I'm going to go with my 30%, which is correct. Look it up, people. I think it's not real. Tony says it's fake. Brian says this is real. Unfortunately, it is fake. This oh, is fuck. fake. I need a pumpkin spice gnocchi. Um, now, my intention... Now, pumpkin gnocchi itself is obviously a real thing I think that people make and would probably make with like a sage brown butter type of sauce or something. But I sort of inspired this. I don't know if you've seen these, Brian, the chocolate lava gnocchi at Trader Uh, Joe's. They make dessert. They make fucking dessert gnocchi at Trader Joe's. What is happening over there lately? So I was thinking more of the pumpkin spice. You have sort of a pumpkin spice flavor, but I damn looking at, uh, shape.com are the gang over at shape.com. Check them out. Uh, we report you decide. Um, this is a pumpkin spice gnocchi recipe. Damn, that's crazy. And, uh, it does have, uh, the only pumpkin spice I would say that is in here is one half teaspoon of ground nutmeg. That is actually the only. All right. in, in defense of Brian, I, I, I can actually see these ingredients being in a gnocchi and that makes him. Yeah. complete sense to me, but it may not be marketed that way. It may have um, an actual real dish name, but 
if it does, just yeah, rebrand that shit for pumpkin spice season. All right, well, you you win you win this round. Well, well played. Right. That was a well. She'll fought be back then. again in six or seven months to <laughs> challenge again. All right, gang. I think it's time to let Brian get back to his family. And I, uh, I I do have to go. Can I just say one thing? Since I don't have a, an yeah. outlet anymore, I know it's been a couple of weeks, but uh, yes, I do it. just. I do just want to say uh, anyone who, who knows me or has listened to me over the years knows that um, my favorite comedian ever was Norm MacDonald. Right. In the non-serial non rapist category was Norm MacDonald, and, um, and he passed away, and uh, it, uh, that, that, was, that was one of them that, that hurt. Uh, it's, only, it's only actually been painful for me to lose, like, a couple of heroes uh, when... <laughs> Somebody playing the shofar back then. Uh, and when Mitch Hedberg died, I felt bad because I felt like he oh, had yeah. a lot more to do. Uh, and uh, and this one hurt a lot because it just seemed to come out of nowhere. But yeah. uh, if, if you know, Norm's obviously been around for 30 plus years. If you're not familiar with his actual stand-up, if you only know him from like his shows or from Saturday Night Live, go watch old stand-up comedy clips. Right. The, the, it's the hardest I've ever laughed at a live show in my whole life was uh, seeing Norm uh, at the House of Blues at the Mandalay Bay. I saw him live. I was lucky enough to see him live like a dozen times. And yeah. he was just one of he was probably one of the best stand like the 10 best stand up comics that has ever lived. Yeah. Uh, and so if if you don't know his comedy, uh, I urge you to go look it up because it was uh, it was truly original and incredible. And uh, and I will miss him forever. The shame of Norm, uh, in my mind, was always that he um, he made it look so easy to make everybody laugh, and he bred a whole generation of comedians that aren't funny because everybody thought it was that easy. <laughs> it's which is, true. Which it's is why it, which is why I end up with James Corden telling us why couldn't I be funny on TV? It always you know, just, whatever. It, it always just looked like he wasn't trying right. when, in fact, like it was all by design and written and like, you know, yeah. it was all part of the whole thing. But yeah, he just made it look like a guy who just didn't give a shit, but it was a guy who gave a lot of shits. A guy who walked <laughs> in off the street and uh, yeah. yeah, he yeah. always had that vibe about him. Yeah, yeah that yeah. totally, totally. We, we're totally on board with that. Yeah, that's a, absolutely. We, we love Norm too. Um, and we're not even close to funny. And, and that's why we had to haul you on here, Brian, because you're kind of funny. So we had to drag you out here to improve our uh, comedy rating. We are almost a comedy podcast now. Holy shit. Maybe one day we will be. Um, all right, Brian, do you want to head? Do you got it? You got to head back to the family before we do our stupid stuff where we have to wrap up or you want to hang around for that? Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to duck out. Right. Thank you guys for having me. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do this again. At some where can point. people uh, find you? Uh, can people find you oh, anyway? Yes. You I am not anyway? able to be. He's got I'm something to plug. To no, okay. All right. <laughs> I, you cannot find me. I don't exist anywhere. Don't, don't okay. look for him. Next right. time you'll See find you, me, we'll be will probably be on this show. Uh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Later. Later. Uh, all right. Let's wrap this up. It was a lovely visit from our friend Brian. Uh, let's close the door on this. Tony, why don't you tell? Tell folks, I know we haven't talked about beer, but maybe tell them that they can find us in the world of beer drinking. They can. They can find us on Untapped. If you go through my Untapped, you would have found the beer that I would have selected for Beer of the Week. Am I going to say it on air? No. Do I have it on hand? Yes. You have to friend me on Untapped. I'm St. Moz on Untapped. Griff is, of course, Griff AD on Untapped. 
Um, you can also hit us up via email. I don't know why you'd want to yep. do that because I haven't checked that in weeks. No, you could you could hit us up on Instagram on, on email because uh, and Instagram, but on email especially. And I did look uh, in the last couple of days to see if anyone was there. Google ads, and they're not. So, yep, we got Google ads. They're they're visiting us. Uh, you can also hit us up on Instagram. We are Beer Engine Pod on Instagram. I need to post some shit on there so you guys can see the stupid ass beers I'm drinking. Um, we will have more beer content next week if you guys want to uh, get in on this. But whatever, you guys know what we were drinking this week. You know, yeah. fucking announcement. I was drinking hazy IPA and stout. It's fucking spoiler alert, bro. <laughs> hazy IPA, stout, and some lager. Now I dig. Next week I do have some news because I am. I did get a shipment in of fresh Ariel? hop IPAs. It is hop. It is hop harvest season. Uh, I'm sure all over the world. In fact, actually, I'm not sure if it is by you no, or not, but no, we're southern um, hemisphere. It is up in Seattle, so the fresh hops are hitting. Actually, my local brewery is hitting them. Uh, has gotten a shipment and is doing um, a fresh hop brew. So I'll be talking about some of that fresh hop stuff next week, and uh, it'll be. Uh, we'll be right back to our same old shit again. Tony, you have anything else to say to the listeners? No, uh, you suffered through one week of non-beer content. Uh, we'll be back next week. We'll call ourselves a beer show. We'll have 10% beer next week. That's our promise. Yep, back. that's 100% more than this week. And gang, sorry, I should mention this. Check us out on Discord. Send us a note on Instagram like our buddy PMAC did, and we'll get you in there. And our buddy S. Keens. It's not skeezy. I thought it was skeezy, but it's S. Keens. Sorry, Skeens. You're not skeezy. I apologize for that. Well, you don't know. I'm just I'm being nice, Tony. That's okay. He but runs the bottle Discord. shop. I will say that. He runs the bottle shop. That's so cool. All right. Get on there and you guys can come hang out with us. All right. See you next week, gang. Later.